Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Scott. Hey, yo. Is that his younger brother? It's gonna be Jeff. The cream rise to the top for oh, you. Yeah. And you're listening to all of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The fully postable. Have your own WrestleMania with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. He sold separately from LJN. Podcast. And we are the Mount Rushmore of professional <laughs> wrestling. Hey, welcome to episode 338 of the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. And this week is going to be a little bit different because this week joining me is my storyline brother, not real life brother, Steve Fountas from the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. Steve, how are you doing, man? Doing good. Haven't seen you since Dallas and the catalytic converter incident. We've talked a lot. (laughs) It's funny you mentioned the catalytic converter because a car across the street turned on their car the other day. And I'm like, oh, that's a catalytic converter. Just knew it right away. (laughs) And and I immediately went back to Dallas where you and Ray were like, how the hell do you know that? You're just a professional out there on the West Coast. Yeah, don't remind me. It's not something to be proud of. Uh, Steve, you will be playing the role of Scott tonight. Scott is out sick. So uh, you will be playing the role of Scott. So nothing but D&B jokes and talk about Taco Bell 50 times. I'm just going to be Scott impressions. I'll say, oh, 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 <laughs> oh. He's big on the O's. So we miss you, Scott. I'm, I know you talked about having me come on as the summer of dude love guests saying dude love. But Scott is off this week. So I'm happy to fill in. It's awesome. I appreciate you coming in on such short notice. Uh, Scott got a little sick, and then he, yesterday I was talking to him, and I was like, hey, dude, you're going to be ready to go for tomorrow night. And he goes, yeah, I think it was, you know everything stays the same. I should be ready to go tomorrow night. This will be great. Today I texted him. He goes, dude, my fever came back. He goes, I'm down and out. So I appreciate you sitting in. Steve, why don't you get your plugs out of the way? We'll do. Uh, you could follow us on Twitter at PPW Podcast. A lot of your listeners, I'm sure, at least follow us. Maybe not necessarily listen to us, but that's okay. And you can find all of our past shows, future shows for free in your favorite podcast app. Just search Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. We'll be there for you. We are on Instagram, PPW underscore podcast for little lame posts here and there. And then also, same thing, t-shirt store like you guys on whatamaneuver.net. But if you want to support us, just check us out. If you like retro, nostalgic wrestling talk where last week it was about the main event, the first WWF main event with Andre uh, Andre Hogan's storyline with the twin referees and the plastic surgery. And Eric <laughs> and I and my co-host Eric Sanchez and I ended up talking about episodes of Boy Meets World where Sean Hunter joined a cult. So you never know what you're <laughs> going to get on the PPW podcast. Your last episode was so nostalgia-based because you went full house. Mm-hmm. Then you talked about Boy Meets World. And it's funny, too, because I'm listening to it and I'm like, oh, that's right. It did go up against Full House. And it was just so funny, like just remembering all that stuff when you guys were talking about it last week. Yeah, I think uh, Nate, a.k.a. our friend Ringskirts, summed us up our show up best when he said, your show has proven to me that I wasn't alone in doing all the weird stuff I did as a kid. (laughs) So at least we could provide that. So I appreciate anyone of your fans that's checked us out. So. Yeah, PPW Podcast, Positively Processing Podcast, favorite podcast app. Give a listen and we'll be out there for you. 
I encourage everybody to go and listen to it. It's a lot of fun sitting back and listening to uh, to you and Eric banter back and forth. My favorite is Eric has now become Doogie Hauser, and you can hear the keyboard in the back. You know that? Yes. And normally, I would, as the audio file in me, be furious at that. But like you said, it's got the Doogie Hauser thing, like the clicking. It's like it's a fun sound. He's yeah. got a keyboard from like 1997, so it's super loud. <laughs> so it's perfect. 1997 keyboard. <laughs> yeah. That's that's they my first punk band was 1997 keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to imagine what the keys look like. Anyway. Okay, no, 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 no. We're not gonna go there. <laughs> we are not gonna go there. You guys know where to find all of our shirts, where to find all of our shows. If you guys have any questions or audio questions, send them on over to fullyposablewfp at gmail dot com. Steve, I usually ask Scott this question, but what have you been collecting lately? Any VHS tapes? No, uh, luckily my VHS collection is almost complete as far as what I'm looking for. I'll always grab ones for the cheap, but unfortunately VHS has kind of gone up in value, which is hilarious to me because there's so many of them. Mm -hmm. But I'm still collecting figures. Uh, I'm being way more selective. Mm -hmm. uh, my Ultimate Edition Mr. T from Big Bad Toy Store came a couple weeks ago, and my Ultimate Edition Hogan from Big Bad is due... This week, I just got the shipping notification, so I had to wait a little bit longer for it, but I was okay with it because I trust Big Bad Toy Store's packaging. They yeah. they take care of it. There's bubble wrap, so I, I'm willing to wait because I've become, I guess, it makes you happy, a little bit more of a Minton card collector, ah. so that's become important to me. You know how to touch the cockles of my heart, man. <laughs> well, you're a box collector. We're, we're Minton card collectors. You're a box collector, but- <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, mainly, mainly, you know, keep an eye on the figures, always browsing the aisles today. It was the, I was at Target and they had three of the four of the Build a Vince set. Uh -huh. So I probably would have grabbed all four, but they didn't have all four. So I was like, eh, I'm not going to, you know, be on the hunt for the Brett, which was missing. But Got always it. looking and I'm always looking now at Target with all the clearance stuff that's going on. There was an Ultimate Edition Alexa Bliss for 15 bucks. I would have bought, but someone popped the box open and stole one of the heads. Ah. Um, yeah. But other than that, just just keep my eye out. You know, there I CM Punk's going to be here for C2E2. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to see if I get my hands on one of his AEW figures and he'll that's in a few weeks here in Chicago. So, if I can, I'm going to bring it over there to get him to sign it, which would be pretty sweet. The AEW CM Punk figure sign. How much is CM Punk charging for autographs? So it varies with C2E2 because it's a big comic con, they charge a little bit higher of a premium. I think last year or last winter when I went, it was something like, I think it was 80 bucks for an autograph, but a hundred for an auto and picture. Cause they were really pushing like, just, just spend the hundred bucks to do it. So if you look at it that way, it's 50 for an auto 50 for a picture, yeah. which is probably about right for someone, his, his level. He could probably even be higher. I think. And if I'm not mistaken, Sasha Banks is going to be there too, right? Yeah. She's going to be there. And as Mercedes, you know, as her real name, because she's also of course on the Mandalorian, so she's got a lot of that Star Wars money coming in and Star Wars stuff to sign. And she's charging 70 for an autograph. And with the upcharge of Comic-Con, I would imagine she'd normally be about 60. So 70 is fine. And then I think pro photos for her are 90. I'm not going to meet her just because last year when I went, the Star Wars fans are nuts as far as memorabilia. And I think Hayden Christensen, his line was like three and a half hours for autos. Oh. I, was like, I just can't wait that long for that. Oh, man. Yeah. Star Wars fans are, are they love it. I mean, we're all nuts. We're all collectors. We're all nuts. 
Oh, I know. Trust me. <laughs> we, you <laughs> ran around Dallas with me, you know. Yeah, but it was fun. It was, it was, when we, we don't want to talk about it again. By the way, if you want to go back to my show's archives, Jeff and I did a recap of our WrestleMania Dallas trip and WrestleCon and all that stuff. So if you're into stories about collecting or autograph hunting and all that uh, and carniness, you can listen to that episode. <laughs> but it was fun with for that because it was chaos, but it was like fast moving. It was a chaos with a plan to get all these autographs signed, all your card cases and and you got so many done that weekend, and that's such a big deal to do. I just unloaded that last suitcase this past week, too, by the way. I saw that. It congr- now you got to get them on display in like a nice, organized way. It's going to look awesome. Yeah, the fireplace mantle isn't that big. So yeah. I'm blocking autographs in the back, so I've got to figure out a way, maybe in the Detolfs, maybe on a bookcase. I'll figure mm-hmm. it out. Um, once I get the Detolfs all set up, I can start to get a visual of what, how I'm going to do this. But yeah, it was funny too, because I was going back and there were some that were actually chipped. Like, I shouldn't say chipped, but the paint pen had worn off. Mm -hmm. Uh, For example, the Papa Shango had worn off. Yeah. And that one is kind of like, you know, you're kind of sad, but that's the price you pay for taking, you know, stuff like this to what, 1300 miles away, 1200 miles away, whatever Dallas is from here. Yeah. That's, that's the stuff you face. You know, you get bent cards sometimes on your figures unless you have them super ultra bubble wrapped in a protective box or whatnot or in a Or if uh, you're driving, yeah, cuz if you drive it's so much you you control what's going on, but if you're flying it's cross your fingers and bubble wrap to hell. Yep. <laughs> bubble wrap to Yeah, exactly, cuz that's what's going to be happening next year in LA for WrestleMania. I'm going to be drive? able to I'm going to be driving down there and I control my narrative. <laughs> see what did I you did see that? that WrestleMania tickets are already going to be on sale in like three weeks uh, dude, in August? Yeah, what the hell? Well, they got a lot of tickets to sell. It, how oh, how yeah. much? What's what's LA Stadium hold? Like 90,000? Something, something like, like that? Something like that. Well, for wrestling, we don't know because no, yeah. no boxing event, no wrestling event or anything like that has been there. At least to my knowledge, there hasn't. So mm-hmm. what the total attendance is going to be, I don't know. It definitely won't be Dallas, I'll tell you that. But it's going to be pretty damn huge. Like, I th- I think it will probably be around 90,000, 95,000. We'll see. It's, it's, a, it's a, let's get to SummerSlam first. There's a lot to get through. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I look forward to seeing you out here in LA next year. Well, no comment as of yet. I'm, I just had to spend some money on a new air conditioner compressor for my car. So we'll see, oh, we'll see no. how this goes. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I'll get I'll get bullied into going just like I bullied you into going to Dallas. Yeah, I'm going to be on your case the second those tickets go on sale. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I'm going to be a horrible influence. Uh, by the way, you mentioned that Vince McMahon said I did purchase Vince McMahon just alone from eBay. So I paid I think it was like thirty four dollars for Vince. That's not bad at all because those figures are twenty bucks each. Exactly thirty. Is it thirty four, thirty five in in that ballpark? So. Yeah. Yeah, and he's holding up the three fingers, and I was all, Vince, how many? How much did you pay the paralegal? How many millions of dollars? Now we need Nate to make an Aretha Frank Ringsworth to make an Aretha Franklin on a piano. That's what we need, Nate. That's your next assignment. You got your next task. We need a money in the bank briefcase filled with three million dollars. <laughs> oh God! What? What did I say? Nothing. What? Nothing. No. Nothing. No, no, we're good. We're good. Okay. Uh, the other figure I got was the Brett from, what was that, Elite 94, where he beat, Bull, or sorry, where he lost a Bulldog at SummerSlam 92. Mm-hmm. I did get that one. How is that in person? 
if you stare at it long enough, it's it's not good, but it's a small small step in the right direction. It's to me, it's better than the ultimate head. You know, it, it's right. Actually, Matt Cardona made a quick little brief comment uh, when we were interviewing him. He said the glasses are better, but they're still not perfect. And he's 100% correct. Yeah. I, I still think the best Brett Mattel's done is the Hall of Champions two-pack with him and Shawn Michaels. That It was a basic, but it's back when basics were really good. To me, that's the best Brett they've done. Actually, they did a SummerSlam one basic. Yeah. And I can't remember if they ever used that head before I'm I'm doing the Rolodex real quick and I can't remember off the top of my head, but that basic SummerSlam from a few years back, it was like two or three years ago, that one was really good as well. They they will get there at some point with Brett. Some sometime at some point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for San Diego Comic Con. I'm waiting for them to show off the best Brett head yet. I'm sure we'll be getting to some San Diego Comic Con preview talk in a little bit absolutely and let's just jump into the news i don't know if you caught this steve but hasbro is making selfie i called it selfie stick action figures but selfie action figures basically you can make a selfie action figure of yourself and what that is is you take a picture of yourself you send it to hasbro i guess and that you can put it on a power ranger you can put it on a gi joe i guess a transformer i'm not sure how that would work but you can make an action figure of yourself in a six inch scale yeah, with 3D printing, we'll see how this looks. I've seen the custom action figures before at cons. Uh huh. I don't know how good it's going to look. We'll see. I'm curious about this because they're going all cardboard packaging. And one of the things I would love is, you know, to see my action figure inside a box and to sign the window, you know, or whatnot. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess that's very, you know, narcissistic. I guess you're signing your own action figure, you know, without... Hey, Jeff, here's 20 bucks. Thanks, Jeff. I'm going to sign my figure now, (laughs) (laughs) you know, but I don't, I I don't know. I would like to see my figure inside the packaging with a clear window. So with a cardboard box, it just, I don't know how that would look. I don't even know if they are are doing that. I guess I don't even know if you're going to even just get a figure in the mail and it's going to be you and that's it. Well, it says it, I looked it up just now. They're going for $60, which isn't terrible. For bad. a custom figure of yourself, right? Yeah. And I would imagine that doesn't include any type of custom packaging, but luckily in the figure community, there's so many awesome artists and customizers that make custom packaging. Yes. So you can really kind of go to town on that. Speaking of VHS tapes, Mattel showed off San Diego Comic-Con exclusive, which is the No Holds Barred SDC exclusive. It will be Hogan. And Zeus from, obviously, No Holds Barred. No, it's not going to be Hogan. It's Rip and Zeus. Uh, Rip. Uh, sorry. Rip <laughs> and Zeus. Rip Rogers, uh-huh. right? I don't know who it is, but just rip them. It'll be Rip and Zeus. They will be inside a VHS tape, which is probably hitting your cockles of your heart, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they uh, a couple years back, San Diego Comic-Con exclusive Mr. T was kind of inspired by a clamshell VHS, and now they just went all in. Rip Thomas, by the way. Oh, Rip Thomas. I didn't even know mm-hmm. he had a last name. But they will be packaged inside a VHS tape, inside a box, and they will be ultimate figures. So that will be the SDC exclusive. They will go on sale July 22nd at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 11 a.m. Midwest Time or Chicago Time. Mm-hmm. July 22nd. So be online at MattelCreations.com to get your Zeus 
and Rip Thomas action figure. How do you think it's going to go for everybody? Do you think it's going to be chaos where people are going to get shut out? Do you think it'll be a little bit easier like the Mr. T was? Uh, of course, Slaughter last year was nuts because you had the G.I. Joe Hunters too. So I think this one is going to be a little bit easier. I, just, I definitely foresee it selling out 100%. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be easier than last year. Because as you had mentioned, last year was just pure chaos with the G.I. Joe collectors. And that sold out, what, in a minute, two minutes? Yeah, so- it was nuts. I didn't even try. Luckily for me, like I didn't really have any LGN nostalgia for uh-huh. it, so I didn't try. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I- I'm just curious how it's going to go. We'll see. Yeah. So again, July 22nd at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So what do you think of these? Like, do you think they're awesome? Are you pumped? I mean, obviously you're getting, you're going to try to get one. You're going to go for two. Like what's your plan here? Oh dude, I'm going for two. Absolutely. Um, the plan is I definitely want to get one and then I will get a second one because I really want to see them in the VHS tape. So I'll yeah. have one to keep in box, one to open. Mm-hmm. So the plan is, is to get two so I can just see the VHS tape. I think that is fantastic. This is hands down the best packaging they have ever done. Uh, we always said that the RetroFest, until we saw this, this is just far and beyond anything we could have ever imagined. So anyways, yeah, best packaging ever trying to get two just to have one to open. And who knows? I could throw those in the detolf too. Yeah. And I think what's cool about this is the... The cover of the like the box is a cut co- the same cover as the actual VHS tape. Yep. The cover art of it. Yep. But it's them in figure form, which is awesome. Yeah. They knocked it out of the park here, and I think a lot of people were excited for it. This might be the best San Diego Comic Con exclusive they've done. You know, I know everyone talks about Slim Jim Macho Man. Ugh. And <laughs> and sl- and slaughter. Yeah. In the LGN style packaging, but. And the fact that it's Zeus, a guy we haven't gotten Mattel yet, that's another huge thing, too. Like, Absolutely. we've gotten Slaughter's before. We've gotten Macho's before. Mr. T was new, but, of course, we've gotten more T's since then. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, we've only gotten Zeus in the Jack's Classics, so to get Zeus here, too, this is amazing. So, and their Ultimates, too, which is awesome. Yes, yes. I think we're going to be talking about Ultimates here in the next segment. But, uh, anyways, that is the San Diego Comic-Con exclusive actually it's time to get to that next segment steve so what do you say we jump into it let's get ultimate Before we get into the Ultimate Editions that we will be talking about today, we want you guys to head on over to WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. Over there, they have 96% of every wrestling figure ever made. That is according to Dylan. It's 96%. I'm waiting for him to give me an update to when it hits 97%. But as of right now, it's 96% of every wrestling figure ever made over at WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. But what we want you guys to do today is follow along as we read off some of the Ultimate Editions. We're not going to go over all of them, but we are going to talk about some of the Ultimate Editions today. So again, WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. So Steve, you chose the Nostalgia segment for this week. What made you go with Ultimate Editions? I think... Everyone's default in our age group is Hasbro's because they're amazing and they're great. And and on top of it, there's nostalgia with it. 
but these ultimate editions have just gotten better and better and better since they first came out you know i remember when they first came out everyone's like oh, this is kind of expensive and the Ronda came out and that was okay and the Brett wasn't great and the Warrior WCW was good but the head wasn't exactly right but since then I think it all started with the Hollywood Hogan and from then on it's just been awesome the Macho Man the Undertaker the John Cena's that came out just I think they're the best wrestling figures ever made I really do and what what makes you say that? Is it like the extra articulation? Is it the highly detail or the details that go into it? What makes it's you every, say- yeah, it's everything that comes with it. So for example, you know, we've got the ultimate undertaker, right? Yep. And that was depicting, I believe WrestleMania 14 versus Kane, I think. And so you've got three heads, which is huge. I mean, for a mint on car collector, not that big of a deal, but it's cool to look at different expressions. You've got the accessories of his cloak, his jacket, and it's all one package. And of course, the details and the tattoos and the paint applications and all that stuff for an extra, what is it, like nine bucks? You're getting so much more than an elite, which is already awesome. You know, I don't I don't really know if there's an argument that the Ultimates aren't the best they've ever made. I guess we're going to see when AEW Jazz Wars comes out with the Supreme line, we get those in hand. Yep. That's kind of the comparison. But as of now, like, they're just so good. Even like the not so good ones still have some great stuff like the brett we mentioned with the bad face scan mm-hmm. it still has the removable arms you can do the hitman pose with his jacket on before that that was impossible yep you know it's just it's stuff like that just little things they think of for a collector and for people doing fig photography and all that stuff it just makes it so great to see yeah and you kind of hit the nail on the head you feel like you're getting your money's worth yes based off of the clothing that you get based off of the articulation i know a lot of figure photographers or loose collectors love the articulation the butterfly joints everything that comes along with ultimate editions you feel like you're getting your money's worth you you feel like if okay i just plopped down 30 bucks 32 dollars, 33 dollars, whatever they are i'm getting what I paid for. So this is great. You're getting the extra head. You're getting the extra arms. You're getting everything that just comes in an ultimate. So I agree with you. It's kind of funny. It's this line isn't even dead yet. And we're talking about it in the nostalgia segment, but you know, these are some top notch figures that Mattel has just really started pumping out and we'll see what happens with the Supreme figures. I'm really looking forward to those figures. I definitely want the Cody. I definitely want the Britt Baker, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, Malachi black. That thing is just wicked good, but Back to the Ultimate Editions, these are the ones that kind of just kicked it off, and they've been home runs. Well, a lot of them have been home runs. Another cool thing they've do they've been doing, which is good on Mattel, is if a if a figure has an accessory like a shirt or a soft goods thing, that's put to the side in the packaging. So you're not going to get bleeding of the fabric onto the figure, which of course Jack or Jacks was famous for. Yes, the classic superstars, and that's just a little thing. They they listened to the consumers and okay we could adjust that no big deal we'll take care of that for you guys it started with i think rick rude and one of his his elites and like you're right it's bleeding on the figure because it's in the package for so long we're gonna put it on the side you could still see it it's still on display you know it's just a really cool thing that mattel did so what i like to do in the nostalgia segment uh, obviously is i like to pull some ebay listings and these are some recently sold ebay listings Talk about the Sergeant Slaughter 
last year's San Diego Comic-Con exclusive. Last sold eBay listing was July 12th for $94.99 on two bids. That You know, that's actually come down because remember last year when everybody got theirs, they immediately went to eBay and put them up. Yeah. That's called the uh, Eric from doing the favor. Call me that. That's that's called buying into the. That's hype buying. buying yep. Hype. <laughs> yep. And a lot of people were paying the. If I'm not mistaken, it was like 140, 150, if not more. Yeah. And now it's 94, 99. Oh, by the way, one thing I did want to also mention, the Ultimate Edition figures are so good. The last two San Diego Comic Con exclusives have been Ultimate Edition figures. So the mm-hmm. Sergeant Slaughter last year and the Hogan and Zeus this year. Yeah. They're focusing on the Ultimates to for the San Diego Comic-Con exclusive, as well as the new gen arena. The three figures that we are getting with the new gen arena are Ultimate Editions. Can't believe that's coming up. That's going to be here in a few months, right? Or a month or two. Yep. Built that, that back the arena stuff. Yep. Ooh, that's going to be... You want to talk about eBay dumps. It's going to be the, <laughs> the dump of dumps. <laughs> well, I don't know if you've heard on our show, a few of them have already sold. Uh, yeah. Just recently, one sold complete uh, for $1,000. The rest that sold after that were about $625, $650. So I'm, I've heard that, and I'm skeptical, Hippo, on those actually being sold and actually being paid for if that's not hyping up the market for when they actually arrive. Because why would you pay before it's even here yet, right? You're pre-buying, which I understand, but eBay and people on eBay know who use eBay a lot know this is a it's a cesspool. It's awesome, but it's shady as hell, and you got to kind of navigate your way through it to to figure out who's doing shill bidding, who's doing fake auctions, who's actually paying for stuff, and all that. So I might be wrong, but I'm a little skeptical that people are paying six hundred to a thousand dollars on something that's not necessarily here yet, and not just waiting to see what the market's going to be. Wait a second. Are you telling me people on the internet are not being honest? Oh, no. The internet is 100% true. Abe Lincoln said that. (laughs) Well done, sir. Well done. Got to have the bad jokes. If Scott's not here, someone's got to have bad jokes. Did you ever see the Yelp review for Ford Theater? And it was, somebody posted as Abe Lincoln. And it says, was killed here, would not recommend. One star. <laughs> no, no, but that's, that's awesome. <laughs> Let me send you that listing. It's hella funny, dude. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, back to, back to the eBay listings. Shawn Michaels fan takeover. Last sold eBay listing was July 13th for $62 on 11 bids. Charlotte Flair, I actually had forgotten about this one. Last sold eBay listing was also July 13th for $96. One more dollar than Sergeant Slaughter on seven bids. The Bret Hart we were just discussing, last sold eBay listing was July 12th for $113.50 on seven bids. And also the Ultimate Warrior, last sold on July 11th, it was an accepted offer for under $169. Was this the WCW Warrior? It was. Okay. Thank you for catching me on that. And also the first Rock Ultimate. Now this one actually has come down. Last sold eBay listing was July 11th for $175 on 21 bids. That figure just a few months ago was going for about 300 bucks. I wonder if people are waiting because Mattel did re-release the Shawn Michaels and Brock Lesnar Ultimates that people missed out on. Mm -hmm. If they're waiting, thinking, hmm, maybe they'll re-release this rock. Oh, possibly. That's a good good call. 
Yeah. So that is the Ultimate Edition in the Nostalgia segment, but even though the Ultimate Editions are not even done yet. Let them live on forever. Absolutely. Hey, by the way, we're at about the 30-minute mark. You should be talking about Taco Bell. Um, <laughs> uh, have you tried the Cheez-It Gordita Crunch or whatever it is? I haven't, but I saw Scott's post on Facebook, and I'm pretty sure that's why he's sick this week. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. Although he did say the tostada, the cheese at tostada, he gave like a 9.6, I think. He loved that thing. Man, once that gets out to the Midwest, I will definitely be trying it. Taco Bell is, I mean, I'm the Taco Scott now. Like, everyone, like, talk about the thing around here where I'm like, I don't know what to get. I'm like, you know what I'm going to get? Four soft shell tacos with hot sauce and just pound those in my car <laughs> like and feel ter- and feel bad about myself in the Taco Bell parking lot listening to wrestling podcast eating tacos. That's my dream right there. What are you talking about? It is. I don't like their burritos because I don't like their fake beans, but I love their fake ground beef. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, give me the fake beans all day, dude. Bean, okay. and che- bean and cheese burrito with that red sauce? Oh, hell yeah, dude. Oh, now I'm going to go get some. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, by the way, I'm surprised you weren't sick of me after April seeing me in back-to-back weekends. Oh, yeah, a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, oh, okay, I can only take so much of this kid. <laughs> no, it's all good, man. It's, and it's a bummer because we haven't seen, because of course the pandemic and everything, you know, we saw everyone in New York and a bunch of people in New Orleans. And I really think if Mania's in New Orleans after next year, like it's got to be, all right, everyone get your ass down to New Orleans. We're, we're doing a fig life across the country, across the world meetup. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, L- LA, everyone will try to get to. I know, I already know a bunch of people that are going because they love LA, but, or the West Coast. But yeah, New Orleans is the place to be. Yeah. Uh, Steve, we are going to play Who Did It Better? And we'll find out who Steve chose for this week after this. This week, for Who Did It Better, you chose, is it your favorite wrestler of all time? It is, but there's an asterisk because I I can't, it's like my favorite kid. I can't pick my favorite wrestler. I've got several. I've got like three, maybe four. Okay. Okay. And this week, who did you choose? I choose, I choose, I chose Shawn Michaels, the heartbreak kid, but not not current Shawn Michaels. I can't do his impression. You can't, you, you can't understand him anymore. He just like, he just talks like his voice is so deep and, and all that. But I get, he's an old guy now, like whatever. He doesn't care. But yeah, Shawn Michaels, him and obviously him and Brett are the big rivals. Brett's also on my top wrestler list of all time. But Shawn just, he's a guy that could put on almost any one of his matches from any era and just be, be happy. By the way, did you choose Shawn Michaels or Nails? I couldn't tell the difference in that impression that you were doing. No, Nails is boss, boss man. <laughs> and Nails, that's also not Nails' real voice, which I was uh, found out this year that wasn't that his real voice. <laughs> I didn't realize he was a converter for Nails. We have to get Chad Horror Movie Barbecue on to give the Nails history. It's his favorite wrestler of all time. <laughs> he might be on next week in the summer of saying dude love. So. Love it, love it. Uh, by the way, you should do more impressions. You have Old Man Brett. Yeah, Old Man Brett is. You got to give him, give me a topic though. Oh, well, you know, I thought, 
uh, Shawn Michaels figures sucked, you know, and you know, my face scan's <laughs> not good, you know, I had, I had better tights, you know, he's a piece of shit. <laughs> uh, who else do you do good impressions of? You got Nails slash Old Man Shawn Michaels. Bam Bam Bigelow. Uh, what, what's your bam where bam? He's, where he's like, he talks about Luna Vashon. It's my main squeeze, Luna Vashon. Bam bam Bigelow, my main squeeze. <laughs> love the main squeeze. Oh, I love it. Crack me up with that all the time, dude. Someone's gotta. All right, <laughs> let's get into the Shawn Michaels figures. His very first figure was the AWA Matt Mania. That figure is definitely going worth a couple dollars right now. I didn't eBay that. I didn't want to have a heart attack. <laughs> he did have some AWA mini mashers. There was a Shawn Michaels squirt head from WWF. There was the Hasbro Rockers 2-pack. Also, along with Hasbro, he had the single cards, yellow and blue card in different tights. Lots of BCAs. And it, Steve, if you say that your favorite figure is a Shawn Michaels BCA, I'm ending this recording right now. Well, hear me out. No, okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Here we go. <laughs> He had some Just Toys Bendems as well, mini slammers, where it came with a ring Those and figures. They were like little miniature figures. There was about six of them on the side and it had a ring. I love those figures. Yeah. Those were so good. Ringmasters by Playmates, along with Grudge Match with Owen Hart. Grudge Match figures were also Playmates. Tons of Jack's Classics. Jack's Classic with the Rockers. He was the Series 1 where he came with the heavyweight title and his WrestleMania 12 gear. Uh, championship three pack with Rock and Brett, LJN style, Montreal Screwjob, three different deluxe classics. Quite, he was covered as well as far as the Jack's Classic Deluxe Classic line. He had an unmatched Fury as well. And let's move over to Mattel. He had the entrance great in his WrestleMania 12 gear. He had a defining moments where he had his, um, oh God, his feud with Undertaker. What kind of outfit? It was like his. It was the the it was the I have it behind me. It's the the Heaven and Hell match, WrestleMania twenty five. Thank you very much. He was in all white. Yep. Yep. Lots of elites. Tons of elites. Too many to go over. Also the Rockers two pack from Maddie Collector. And tons of basics as well. So I know which one I'm gonna speak for Scott right now. I need a bang energy drink. And my favorite Shawn Michaels is the Deluxe Classic. This is Scott speaking. Deluxe Classic, where he came with all of his belts and his trophies. WrestleMania 12 gear. It was in all white. That is Scott's favorite Shawn Michaels. Okay. Steve, which one is yours? So I was thinking about this today because I feel like Shawn is, like you mentioned, a ton of figures. But he has never really been like awesome for some reason like his for some reason it feels like his head's always too small or something's a little off i think my favorite that they've ever done is the Shawn michaels hasbro in the white tights with the red patches they believe that's the yellow carded one yellow card yes they nailed his face that is the sean that i remember when he first turned from the rockers he's still trying to figure himself out he's matches with bread i think that's his wrestlemania eight gear pretty mm-hmm. much coming out against Tito Santana. Mm-hmm. That one's just, it's just awesome. He's got the the black gloves. He's got the tattoo, like as a, to nail the tattoo perfect on his arm. It That's my favorite Sean figure that they've ever done. I agree with you as far as Hasbro, but I'm going to mm-hmm. go with the blue card where he was in the black and silver tights with the silver glasses. It does pop more. I'll give you it, that. It does. And that's what captures your eye is it. And they've done, when I say they, 
many wrestling figure companies throughout the years have done Sean in you know different tights and the silver and the black and blah 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 but there's something about this Hasbro that it just captures them perfectly you know you put that up against any Mattel any Jax any other figure that Sean has been in that one just stands head and shoulders above the rest it's just something about it that's so good in fact you know it's funny I'm going to go back to your yellow card that is actually Steve Hoker's favorite figure of all time as well yeah we talk about it at the Steve meetings <laughs> the Steve meeting <laughs> you're not invited you you only you, you only do the Jeff meetings <laughs> <laughs> only I'm the only one because it's Jeff with one F meetings there's got to be another one F Jeff out there there used to be a baseball player with one F but that's a okay uh, yeah anyways but I love the Hasbro Shawn Michaels in the blue card. I also love the one in the yellow card. The yeah, Rockers Hasbro one is not the best. It's fine. There, it's a reason that's one of the cheapest Hasbros, right? Like that set? Well, one, it was it was plentiful, to say the sure. least. And two, it's not the best depiction of Shawn and Marty. They weren't champions or anything. They didn't really put a ton of effort. They're like, one's blonde, one's brunette. Make the figures. <laughs> you know what we didn't talk about was his retro fest, which I know a lot of people called, what was it, Max Moon Shawn Michaels rocker. But <laughs> yes. I didn't mind that one. I, I didn't mind it. It was very colorful. So I know what they were going for, but I, I don't know. It just, it was a miss. I don't know if it was the head or what. I love the outfit that they put him in, but the head just seemed like a miss to me. I think the reason I liked it too was because it was I got it when it was five bucks. So I'm going to ask you, what is your least favorite Shawn Michaels? <sighs> okay. Now this isn't because it's the worst one, but I was the most disappointed by the In Your House DX one because they could have nailed that because it was such a toyetic figure, you know, bright neon green tights, very unique tights to that event. But the face scan just, they didn't, they didn't get it right. They just didn't. So that, that for that one's my most disappointed. Uh, what's other ones have been bad? Uh, honestly, they Michaels is one where they haven't really knocked it out of the park other than the Hasbro, I think. But there's never been any where I would think, oh, this is just brutal type of figure. Not even the Rockers Hasbro. Huh? That's fine. Yeah, because, again, I'm looking at that as a kid's perspective, just playing with it. Like, you get a tag team, you get two figures for one type of deal. That that's probably the most the other one that's most disappointing, considering how good the other tag team sets were in Hasbro. It's not like they couldn't they couldn't do it. You know, a demolition and nasty boys, LOD, Bushwhackers, all those sets were awesome. Yeah. But the rockers clearly are at the bottom. I, this yeah. is kind of kind of loaded, but is, do you think the rockers is the worst Hasbros? Uh, that one I'd have to think about, but I mean they're definitely on that list. Yeah. To be the worst Hasbros, I mean. One two three kids face isn't the greatest. Yeah, his fa- he's got the he's got the the Burton Ernie Burt head. That's how it looks like. It's like a <laughs> Burton Ernie. I never thought you would go that route. <laughs> <laughs> um, one other one that I was not a fan of. It was a Jack's classic. He had the in fact he had the silver and black tights on. He had a black vest and I think he had the icy title. Okay, I'm not as familiar with the Jack's ones. I'll have to look at that. But yeah. Okay, give that one a look. It wasn't great. Um, of right. course, you can throw any BCA at the wall, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, but but the thing is with the BCA, we were joking about BCAs earlier. I was just happy to get figures I could play with again when BCAs came out. Yeah. Because yeah, I was in junior high. You're a, little, you're a couple years older than me. 
I was in sixth grade, sixth, seventh, eighth grade. I'm like, these guys move, their arms move, they stand up on their own, I can play with them, I'll take it, I'm happy. After that long, what felt like forever break between Hasbro and Jax, not having those figures to play with was kind of like, oh. I mean, you had the <laughs> WCW OS original San Francisco Toymakers. I keep calling them old, so I had to catch myself there. Yeah. But you had those, which were cool. I mean, they were mini LJNs, basically, and it was fun to play with. You had the Just Toys Bendem. So there was a nice little bridge between Hasbro and Jax. But when you got WWF figures in Jax, like you said, you were kind of like, Oh, this is great. We got figures again. You you know, you're able to play in the monster ring. You got it was just so much fun to play. But when you look back now, you're like, ugh. There's some that hold up. That LOD tag set is still amazing. LOD is good. Uh Ultimate Warrior with that. Owen hot is pretty good. That Owen Best of 97 with the Heart Foundation vest. Pretty good. King of Hearts Owen. Okay. Okay. So we're up to three or four. Stone Cold. It's hard to mess up a black boots back trunks guy <laughs> it's hard well, they to mess did, that up they did mess it up <laughs> eventually they did but there was a couple decent ones yeah so okay this isn't a bca show yet <laughs> oh steve so uh you are heading to c2e2 huh i think so i think that's the plan as long as i get a babysitter which i should have planned and c2e2 i went last year and it's just i like to go as a spectator and just watch the cosplaying, and everyone's in a good mood. And last year, all the AEW people were there, which was pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this year so far, they announced people like last minute, it seems like. Right. So they just added Dan Housen. They, CM Punk's there. McFoley's going to be there. We mentioned Sasha Banks. Trish Stratus is going to be there. Lita's going to be there. I may get a McFoley autograph because I currently have a VHS of King of the Ring 98 signed by Mankind. Mm-hmm. And Over the Edge 98 signed by Dude Love. So now I got to get a Royal Rumble 2000 VHS signed by Cactus Jack to have that, to kind of complete that. The three faces of Foley set. By the way, I want to go back to your VHS collection. I'm so, sure. I'm so glad that you finally watermarked your pictures. <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad because people were stealing that left and right. Which is fine, but just say, hey, this is PPW. Like, share it. That's what it's for. But don't, don't claim say it to it's be yours. Your yeah, exactly. That's crap, and it drives me nuts. And you know what, though? I will say this to the rad chads, the people that actually come to your fence. There are people that are like, hey, wait a second. I'm pretty sure I know the guy that owns this. You might mm-hmm. want to give him credit. So there are people yeah. that will come to your defense. Yeah, there's one account in particular that's famous for stealing images. I'm not going to even mention it, but and everyone kind of calls them out. And if you call them out, they'll just block you. But yeah, so I've got my... <laughs> VHS and a movie collection. It's a video store shelf. All the Coliseum video pay-per-views, a lot of the compilation tapes, all that stuff. It's nostalgia. Every once in a while, I do pop them in for that feeling of the the feeling of pushing a tape into a VCR, hearing the kind of the gears going and <laughs> tracking, adjusting, and and all that. Luckily, I have an old enough TV. It's a, it's a HD TV, but it's still got the audio visual inputs to for the VCR to work. So. I encourage everyone to jump into VHS because it's relatively cheap, although some are more expensive than others now. But it'll give you that feeling if you were born in the 80s, 90s, and you rented tapes as a kid. It gives you that feeling. It's awesome. Which ones are you looking for now? Just some of the Hulk Hogan ones. I've got all the Hulkamania ones. Uh huh. But Hulk had so many VHSs from Carlos and Video because he was the star. So they just 
put his name on anything. Right. Just a few of those, the kind of the offbeat ones. I'm looking for a few of those, but nothing. But I'm also not going to spend 20 bucks on a tape that's worth a dollar type of thing. Right, right. Understood. So just the hunt is fun. It's fun. What has been the hardest one to get? The hardest one, there's, there's a couple. Hulkamania 3 was really hard to get in good condition. That was the one. If you've been, I don't know if it's on the network or not, or Peacock, but if you get a chance to find on YouTube, Daily Motion, whatever, Hulkamania 3 is a good tape. It's a good thing because it basically gives you the entire Hogan Andre storyline. Like all the angles, matches, it's pretty sweet. So that was hard to find. Survivor Series 97 was pretty hard to find. And actually, I, I take the pick. I'm looking for one more thing. I'm looking for the last WWE VHS made, which was WrestleMania 21. Believe it or not, they were making VHSs in 2005. So there is a Mania 21 VHS I'm looking for. I have up to 20, but I'm still looking for that. But yeah, the, those two were the hardest. And of course, Mania 21 has been pretty tough to find for not 100 bucks. Oh, man, 100 bucks for 21? Yeah, it's... It's out there. My strategy's generally been is to look for VHS lots uh-huh. and just see if it's see if it's in there. That's where I've gotten some of my rare tapes before, just buying lots. And it's you know, I've got a, I've got duplicates and whatever of stuff I already have because I want one or two tapes in that lot. So I'll just buy the whole thing for a cheaper price than the cost of one tape. Don't you ever get concerned when you pop in a tape that this is going to be the last time that you watch it? The VCR is going to just swallow it whole or I have like, no, no, because these tapes, there's so many, these are there's so many of them. Right. And also, so Coliseum videotapes, they didn't use the crappy like SLP tapes. I don't know if you, this is kind of nerd talk or whatever, but no, go there's for it. Various, <laughs> there's various qualities of VHS. Do you ever wonder when you were a kid, why you'd rent a tape from the video store it would always work. It's because the tape was good quality. It was rented and watched thousands of times, but it would keep working. So that's, these tapes still work. And also I have them in the plastic clamshell cases that you would get from a video store. A while ago, there was a, someone on eBay was selling them. And I'm like, well, I got to buy these because I don't know if I'm going to show up again. I bought like, I have like 200 of them. <laughs> so they're all, they're protected from dust and elements and that, but there's nothing that's really one of a kind I'm never going to see again type uh-huh. of thing. I can always get it. Uh-huh. Uh, so I'm not too concerned about that. But when WWF went to WWF home video from Coliseum home video, the quality of the tape itself went down a lot because it was cheaper to do. Whereas the Coliseum ones, those things will last forever. No, I like how you're like, I, I don't want to do nerd talk. You're on a wrestling figure podcast, dude. The wrestling figures are not nerd anymore, man. Every it's it's big business now. <laughs> <laughs> it's big business for nerds, dude. Trust me, I know. <laughs> big for everybody, man. It's it's but it's so cool to see, and it's so cool that you and Scott have been doing this for so long. Because when you started, wrestling figure was it was a thing, kind of, but it wasn't like it is now. Like not even close, right? There are so but many it, companies involved right now, from. Cella to Boss Fight to Mattel, Jazzwares. I mean, you just run down the list. Yeah. You've got five, four or five different retro companies. You got Zombie Rush, Cella. Uh, We've got Power Town coming out with like ultimate style figures. Uh, Power fingers Town. Crossed. And I'm so excited for those figures. Um, I really hope they come out. That, some of those power, like that Texas Tornado looks freaking amazing, right? Yes. Like I can't. Oh. Please come out, please. Oh, boner, 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 boner. You know, just <laughs> sure. <laughs> but 
it's funny too because when we started it was just mattel and ftc and now wrestling has just gone in a chaotic turn of events that we didn't even imagine because before when we were younger it was jacks toy biz and original San Francisco toy makers making ECW figures. And then you also had over across uh, across the pond, you had Shara Pro or Character Pro. Mm-hmm. That was it for us. But now you have so many figures that are coming out from 80 different directions. It's just like, holy crap. You know, this, it's great for the community because you're getting someone that you want. And you have options, right? You don't have to be completist. You have options. And it's. It's yeah. cool, man, and it's giving more people. It's giving oh, it's giving wrestlers a chance to make more money. It's giving more stuff to get signed. Mm-hmm. It's it's cool, man. Yep. So I love this time, but hate this time for my wallet. So <laughs> yeah, I I guess let me ask you this really quick before we forget about it. So that Ultimate Edition is seven. The San Diego Comic Con exclusive is seventy bucks, right? Sure. And I kind of tweeted something like, whoa, 70. And I kind of got like attacked. Like, how dare you? This is a fair price. Like, whoa, whoa. It was just a comment. Uh, so if you buy two figures, 70 bucks, 140 bucks, plus tax and shipping, you're probably looking at $170 for two figures. So if you buy two of these San Diego Comic-Con exclusive, Mr. Oh, or I'm sorry, Zeus and Hogan. Sorry. Yes, yes, To be yes, clarify. Yes. Yeah. That's going to be a pretty big dent in the wallet. Yes. Do you think that's okay are you comfortable spending that like is, do you think it's a little too high what i'm just curious what your thoughts are on that no i think it's fair price i mean okay. look at everything that you're getting so even if you get one set let's i'm getting two yes but let's say you're getting one let's look at everything that you're getting you're getting two ultimate edition figures you're getting the very first zeus in mattel we haven't had a zeus since jack's classics mm-hmm. you're getting this amazing packaging of a vhs tape with the figures inside facing each other, according to the pictures, then the box that is surrounding the artwork of the box, just the whole presentation. Oh, here's my money. Here's 70 bucks. I I won't even blink an eye. So it's definitely worth every penny of $70. Everybody be quiet and don't say that because the Mattel will raise the prices. Like, well, if they're comfortable with this, let's charge them more. Dude, Hasbro has done that so many times on the Marvel Legends in the past two years. Yeah. They've raised awesome. it. In the past two years, they've raised prices on figures to of Marvel Legends just alone from 1999 to 2699, 27 or whatever mm-hmm. it is. It's ridiculous. Jeez. I know. But guess what's happening? We're still plopping down the money for them. It's fun. It's awesome. And even if you're just a browser of looking at stuff, I just like looking at this stuff. Mm hmm. It's a great time to be a collector of wrestling figures or any figures, really. Yeah. Super 7 has definitely been tempting as well, so that's a whole different story with them. But for that, I must round out the show. We want everybody to check out WrestlingToyTracker.com. Over there, you can find the carded and loose prices of LJN's, Galoob's, Hasbro's, Just Toys, Bendem's, Defining Moments, and Retro's. If you are on the hunt for any of those figures, carded or loose, check out WrestlingToyTracker.com. And we're going to run down our podcasting buddies. Actually, Steve, I'm going to have you uh, read off the Positively Pro Wrestling podcast. PPW podcast. That's what your notes say, by the way. <laughs> it just says PPW podcast. Yeah, because I improv but, it. <laughs> okay, so I'll do you impress you doing it. Am I Jeff doing the show, uh, doing the plug? I love your impression, so go for it. 
Okay. Make sure to check out Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. Steve and Eric do a fun, <laughs> nostalgic show each and every week. Make sure to check out Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. Sometimes I will throw in something that happened from your show last week. I know, you... I know. I'm but but I'm on the show this week. So we don't people get the idea of how I talk. So keep <laughs> keep doing the podcast, buddies. Keep doing it. Uh, you know, it's it's just fun and it's to get more ears to our our friends and stuff like that. So that's yeah, why I... I love it. I the podcast buddies thing is something I stole from you. We do it at the end of our show too. And I joked like we should make wrestling buddy podcast buddies of all the podcast buddies. <laughs> that would be fantastic, dude. Just for us though. No one's gonna buy those. Uh, no, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Also check out Breaker and Bane, a fun show over there. They talk wrestling talk, movie talk, co- comic talk, bunch of talk over there going at Breaker and Bane's power hours as well as breaker side project you know it's fake right steve already mentioned his fantastic show of the positively pro wrestling podcast they keep it positive over there i like i like how you guys always keep it positive over there that's my favorite part that's the gimmick it's you're living the gimmick check out the chick folly show with seth sheena and marco you got wrestling cheers with justin summers and that sweet velvety voice he's doing a live show coming up i'm proud of that guy He's a fancy, he's a fancy professional. He is, dude, he is ultra professional. I don't know how he does it. You got RJ with ringside rant as well. You got Marty and Rucker doing boots of the face. Tim's pulling up a chair with the fig life. You got the in the marbles pod with those vroom vrooms going around in a big left circle, except for a couple road courses talking about NASCAR. I'm going to try to do drunk wrestling history because since Scott's out, of course, you can follow us on Twitter at drunk underscore wrestling. Is that what it is, Steve? Drunk underscore wrestling? I don't know. Let me look it up here. We're not okay. always we don't always accurate, but we're always drunk. We're not always accurate, but we're always drunk. And Rest, I don't know yeah. I don't know what, what? Sh- I don't know what show they're doing this week. Wrestling underscore drunk is you're right. Ah. And th- oh uh, this month they're doing the invasion angle. Last last oh. week they talked about uh, the invasion itself. This month they're doing more invasion stuff, or this week I should say they're doing more invasion stuff. So, if you were a fan or not a fan of the invasion angle, check out Drunk Wrestling History, and also check out Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling. And since Scott's not here, do you want to do Outsiders Beard Co. Steve? No, <laughs> uh, I don't know that. I don't know the read. <laughs> oh. Uh, outsidersbeardco.com beard hair you try you didn't know it either you tried to dump it on me <laughs> I, I, I i try each week and i always fail okay <laughs> also check out jason wolf and his custom figures steve i really appreciate you coming on and acting as scott tonight i uh i greatly appreciate it scott's under the weather so um you being able to take some time out of your evening and being able to come on on such short notice it means a lot man and i always do appreciate you and i appreciate you asking me to come on and yours is your show is an appointment listening show for me there's tons of podcasts out there and i'm sure you guys appreciate it too anytime someone decides you know what i'm gonna take an hour and listen to this show like your show your fully posable show it's awesome and it's awesome you guys do it each and every week Mm-hmm. And I'm glad I can help keep that streak going. So thanks, man. I'll always, always come on whenever you want me to, to 
to talk wrestling figures and to to tease you and give you crap about collecting boxes and all that. But <laughs> we we miss Scott. Wish Scott was here. I could do some more Scott impressions, pretend like he was here, but. <laughs> We'll just wait for him to be back next week. Absolutely. So for episode 338, Steve, anything else? That's it. Oh, uh, hold on. Scott says, stay safe, stay healthy. Fig license 2016. Spay and neuter your pets. Spay and neuter your pets. Eat Taco Bell. Outsiders Beer Co. Butt hairs, beard hairs. <laughs> I think I think I ran the gamut on that one. So Scott would be saying he loves you all too. I want to thank everyone for listening to episode 338. Hashtag Fig Life. Adios. Uh, yeah. Let's go. Jeff and Scott, the Tomb Brothers, busting out the ring. But we don't take it out the box, MOC. Happy toy hunting, we'll see you next week. We're the OGs of WFP. Fully poseable, thank you all for listening. It ain't no storyline, real life siblings. So everybody go and do your toy spotting. Hashtag Fig Life, adios from the Kings.